0: listen to the black guy who tips podcast because rod and karen are hot i'm the one man army a son i never been tookin out i keep mcs looking out i drop science like girls be dropping babies enough to make a nigga go crazy energy building taking all types of medicines Yo ass thought you were better than a son i keep playing this in orbit while i be coming with teeth biting more shit is that right? Enough to make you break and ah, ah, shake ah. your ass. Create cause I create rhymes good as a tasty cake mix. This style, I'm mastered in. Niggas catch a headache. Well, what? You need aspirin? This type of pain you couldn't even kill with my dog Fuck around might get sprayed like Lysol. In your face like a can of mace, baby. Is it burning? Well fuck it, now you're learning. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Test Podcast, Joe's Rod and
1: Karen, that's kinda
0: harsh. hmm ODB, rest in peace, man. Uh, we are live on a Monday night. Ready to do some podcasting before Supergirl comes on. Yep. And uh just checking in on you guys, making sure everything's okay with you guys. Uh I know you're surprised that we did a show since it's the government shutdown, but uh we decided to go ahead and give you guys what you what you wanted. Okay. So don't say we was never here for you, unlike the government. Come on. Um also I've been thinking about it and uh I'm not gonna boycott Netflix but I am willing to boycott Crunchyroll for Monique so we can negotiate meet in the middle somewhere and uh, well, you figure gotta this give thing out
1: Crunchyroll.
0: well we all have to give up something to support Monique Karen I support black I mean, women
1: I like Crunchyroll the anime app and the real Crunchyroll they always delicious and never let me down never
0: well I just feel like we should be trying to support maybe I will quit um, you know I had to give up uh maybe i can give up spotify for a month or something i don't i don't you know maybe
1: go right on here and do that i'm
0: not okay well you don't support black women nothing all right i I support so just remember Mm -mm. that uh i was um i was out here trying to help guys just remember that about me um you can find this podcast on itunes stitcher potter just search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews the official weapon of the show is the taser the unofficial sport is bullet ball a bullet ball extreme now let's get into the show all kinds of stuff is happening the government shutdown is almost over it was shut down for almost three days
1: mm-hmm. and it's gonna be shut down again in two weeks
0: uh yeah they are basically they made a deal that will keep it open for another two and a half weeks to which
1: what's the fucking point
0: i mean i guess it's easy to say that when your job doesn't depend on you know the government
1: i mean that you know two and a half weeks
0: without a paycheck for somebody is probably pretty fucked up
1: it's a very long time but it's like the thing is is you shouldn't shut down at all Mm-hmm. And they said in the past 20 years, every time it's been a government shutdown, the Republicans has had the House and the Senate most of the time or, mm-hmm. or been, in, been in some form of control, be it the president or something. Mm-hmm. And it's one of these things where it's like, A, that's telling. And then B, OK, I'm glad people are going back to work. But why are you going to get the machine cranked up for two weeks? only to get back to this square one again and if we don't agree again we back to not working again like 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 that's the problem i have let's solve it
0: and it seems like the big issue is daca uh, which they want to bring the dreamers act they want to bring back to a vote um republicans just want to like get rid of that shit they want to get rid of uh they basically say we'll get the chip program uh which is the children's health insurance program they'll give that to the back because they which, canceled that last year
1: which shouldn't have never ended
0: yeah, well, you know, we can operate in shoulds or we can operate in what happens, right? So, they basically are like, if y'all want these kids to get insurance, then y'all need to make sure that our racism against Latina, uh, Mexicans basically, um, and our xenophobia, we should make sure that, um, there's no more Dreamer Act.
1: Right, so using children as hostages, like you do for every fucking thing else, you use children as a hostage when it comes to talking about sex education you use them as a hostage when it comes to religion you use them as a hostage when it comes to a lot of shit when the children are not hostages
0: it's even worse to me cause it's like you use them as hostages to promote racism right um and so what I think a lot of people didn't realize I, don't get me started on the American populace but I feel like a lot of people um didn't realize that DACA was over the second that trump got elected
1: come on that that's what you was voting for
0: say what you want to about that dude but he delivers on his racial tra- campaign promises and anything she- dealing with bigotry he is 100 percent trying to do and um there's people blaming democrats that honestly have no idea what they're talking about because they're spending more time being like the party that we didn't vote for and doesn't have the numbers why aren't y'all stopping this and it's just not how it works
1: no it's It's, not it's not how it works and it's very frustrating because it shows you how little people understand and it also shows you how people don't understand how the government functions and how it works and it's very very frustrating because some people are willfully ignorant and then some people know and just don't give a fuck
0: yeah and when you look at stuff like you know um when you look at stuff like you know they're both the same or i think he's just gonna let somebody else run it or he's just talking to get those voters but he's not gonna do those things all that shit just looks stupid right now because of course he's gonna do this and um you know and it's not and honestly to be fair it's not just him you know this is one of the reasons i said i'm not really sure what i'm not really sure what people think america is because you would think that the wokest people quote unquote would understand that america is not a a blue country it's not a liberal country Mm -hmm. and the pushing and pulling of it has to be done with a sense of in my opinion like a frame of reality right attached to it like yes i want the best but also i will push what we have until it's better and some people are just like i will sit out here and not even fucking participate until it comes all the way to what i want and unfortunately i feel like we just are the all hands on deck situation and this is what i meant by that um they don't have the numbers to push this and if republicans say if republicans are willing to be like the government shut down people are either not working or they're going to work and they're not getting paid And we don't give a fuck about those people because we don't care about those children. We don't care about immigrants to this country. We're willing to put this all on the line. This was not Trump's doing necessarily. Mm -mm. Like Trump is not really involved in these invested, in these um, Mm -hmm. negotiations, even though he's going to try to take all the credit for it. Correct. Um, and that is a scary thing because I've been saying for a while, we concentrate on presidency so much, but it's honestly the smaller races that change the world. It's that change the country. It's, the fact that we haven't had a blue um we haven't had a democ we haven't had a democratic majority since 2008 and that was only on the strength of the charisma of one man that just just happened to be like if i'm going to vote i guess i'll give blow go all blue this year and the rest of the country had a backlash to it and went red immediately the next for the we've been red for 10 years now right so it's kind of interesting to see the the way that the people I see talk about this think the country is and the reality and maybe it's because we live in North Carolina maybe it's because we're in the South I don't know but I'm like that's not America like the stuff you're talking about is you might as well be talking about we're gonna make a teleport drive next year like you you know what I mean you might as well be talking about science fiction stuff compared to what the country's actually trying to do um not and this isn't to say that democrats don't have the majority quote unquote of the country i think you do i think we do it's 53 million um people that voted for hillary clinton who people weren't necessarily excited to vote for and still had a democratic majority but i'm saying the way that plays out in our system and the things that republicans are willing to do to get their shit accomplished is totally different and and every time we underestimate that threat we end up in situations like this and uh i I don't think the democrats can do anything to stop daca from being repealed Mm -mm, the only mm -mm, thing that's mm -mm. ever slowing this shit down is trump's incompetence if he was a competent
1: person person it was it would already be done it would be so smooth if he was competent you would wake up every morning and some shit would be passed the legislation would be signed something would immediately be law um but he's just so stupid that he gets in his own way which actually slows the process down if he was smarter oh we wouldn't even have had a government shutdown shit would have just we would have just lost rights and everything would have just kept trucking everything would have just kept moving and the thing is it's designed to wear people down it's designed to make people get weary it's designed for people to say fuck it because you know when people go well i'm not doing nothing that's not good because nothing means you are complacent and you're saying whatever happens happens and i'm going to deal with it uh which is your right but you know a lot of those people get offended when people be like i don't want to hear you fucking complain because you didn't do anything you know because and and but that's the reality of it you can't sit do nothing watch everything go by and then complain that that's not realistic you can't be like i'm not going to cast my vote you can't be like well i'm i'm not going to vote for governor senator you can't be like i'm just not i'm just gonna fold my arms and say fuck it
0: yeah i think just also um we have to concede that a lot of these people are winning not because people are apathetic and saying i'm not gonna vote uh, it's because the people who do vote want these people to win
1: correct
0: you know that that's that's uh that's the reality of it you know um they put these people in office on purpose it's never a mistake they don't vote against their own interests or any of that shit mm-hmm. you know people are able to run on these these things and i hope that unfortunately and this is my big this is my guess unfortunately it's just the way people work you'll see more democrats win this year you'll see you'll see democrats take seats you'll see it because that's how people work that's how i work with the bush shit they have to wait till the person is such an abject embarrassment to the country that some people get more motivated to be like i'm not gonna do that again and it's sad that it's that way and that's human nature and that's why things run in cycles as opposed to one linear line towards progress or towards whatever things do get better but it's just but people react one way then They react another then they react one way then they react another that's just kind of how people are
1: right and that's very frustrating to marginalized people they're like we always got to be pushing we always got to be going we can't let up we can't let down because anytime we release or want to relieve this pressure we we step back and we go back and when you're dealing with people that are in privileged groups, they don't see it like that. Those are most likely the people to go back and forth because they're like, okay, I'll be cool. Oh, he said some fucked up shit. Oh, he said some stupid shit. And the thing is, that's really frustrating. Modularized groups, we don't have time because when we step back, people die. When we step back, we lose rights. When we step back, shit is fucked up for us and our family members when we step back, you know. And it's very frustrating, you know, because uh I feel as though... Uh, all these poll numbers and all this stuff that's coming out, I don't give a fuck about none of them because the people that voted for him will vote for him again. They don't give a fuck about his approval rating. They don't give a fuck about what y'all say about him. He is doing what he promised. What he said he was going to do, they voted for, and he's doing it. So why would they not vote for him
0: again? I'll say this. It depends on who, what you mean by marginalized you know it really does because some marginalized people consistently vote a certain way and it won't matter who's running correct you know black people in general um but but certain latina demographic latina latinx demographics not always gonna they're not always plugging along like that um white women women are a marginalized group not necessarily plugging along like that so it depends on what you mean by marginalized some of these motherfuckers don't feel like they benefit as much from the policies of democrats and stuff compared to the racism of white of of republicans
1: correct and when i'm talking about marginalized people i'm talking about brown people in general uh, but you could be a part of a marginalized group and still have privilege. That goes. Some of those people have yes, privilege, so yes. that's the privileged people that I'm talking about that bounces back and forth according to what best fits uh, suits their needs. Mm. According to oh shit, it's fucked up. The shit running down <coughs> my street. Now I'm gonna respond when people go motherfucker, you should have been responding the whole time. We've been telling you this shit's gonna affect you. We've been telling you that it hits us harder and then trickles up the ladder. But you don't give a fuck until it is knocking at your door.
0: Yeah, it's weird because like in my mind, I can't imagine a scenario where a human being would vote for Barack Obama and Donald Trump. You know what I mean? Like, it, and I think it's just, I don't, I'm not afforded the lens of whatever amount of privilege you have to have to be like, it doesn't matter to me. These are kind of the same idea or now I just feel a different way than I felt even four years ago. I, I don't think I can relate to it. You know, um, so. I like when we talk about these things, I do think people who sat out, people who, you know, advocated that everything was the same and shit are, you know, I think they were wrong. I think they were wrong for that. Um, but in general, it's not their fault because they had the numbers to win. So I feel like, um, the, the fault of it is that people want this shit in office. And the only problem I see on the quote unquote left, is how people continually underestimate what will happen if they don't get activated so um, anyway stuff like this just always brings me back to that place because it's so inevitable and it's so disheartening and yeah people that claim to care about immigration and people being here since they were children and shit I mean did you really no, care? No, or did you no. just talk a good game for your social media spaces? talk a good game for your podcast? you talk a good game when you you know like you talk a good game about how passionate you are about these issues but when the rubber meets the road and it's like man we need support it's like man i ain't voting man i what about my personal feelings about voting right fuck my you.
1: family ain't breaking up yeah they, they, they not asking to, to see if i legally stay here so nobody fuck them yeah
0: nobody i know is getting deported you know right so fuck it and or maybe i live in a sanctuary city so i'm good look my peoples but fuck these other people i don't know them you know like there's a level of that and people don't want to own that and i guess that's probably the frustrating part about it is mm-hmm. people just stay quiet on that shit rather than own it and be like i was one of these people and either a i still feel that way fuck these people getting deported i don't care right. i don't care if your family get broke up right. i i needed to 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 express that i fuck with jill stein or bernie sanders or not voting or what i needed that in my life or um you know the opposite where it's you know people going Cause like the one thing about the people that voted for Trump, they own they shit. They don't care about these people. Nope. They don't give a fuck, and they just own it like outright. Like I don't care about these motherfuckers, and I want them to go. I hate them. And there's a there's a there's something to that where I'm just like, fuck you. I don't respect you. I hate you, but I appreciate you letting me say that to your face. Cause fuck you. You know what I mean? As opposed to you know people that spoke all big and now they just quiet. You just don't hear them when these when these moments come up when the government shut down. You don't hear these moments. You don't and, hear them.
1: And a lot of that boils down to nobody wants to be looked at as a bad person. But I, it's not about what you say. It's about what you do. Your actions show that you don't give a fuck. No right. matter what you say or what you do, your actions and your vote show that you don't care. Even black people don't care about DACA. Some don't because they feel like DACA would never affect them. But they fail to realize slavery would not too long ago in the same task that they doing to them. They use for that. It's a lot of Jewish people who don't care when You know they've been attacked and stuff too so it's like these other groups that have been uh rounded up as a people for some reason because it's quote-unquote was the past they don't give a fuck history can and will repeat itself so you have to be aware and you have to understand that these other groups it's the same tactic
0: yep so anyway three weeks of government guys i guess if a fucking groundhog sees a shadow we'll get six more weeks after that i don't know what the rules are at this point um sierra had the internet going nuts or twitter was going nuts not me but some people was going nuts um and and you know women do this all the time um she's married now Mm -hmm. i was married now and so she um sent out an instagram post with her pastor in it i guess she was at a church or some pastor in it okay and it was a popular video sermon oh i guess maybe she just took the, the video somewhere it's a popular video sermon by pastor john gray which he encourages single women who are aspiring to be wives to stop acting like girlfriends Many fans disagree and express their disappointment in her. of
2: my single sisters, who, God, what is my, where, 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 Lord, where am I gonna be found? Jesus, I've been in here worshiping you, perfect in all of your ways, but I'm still single. Here's what the scripture says: He that finds a wife finds a good thing. It didn't say he that finds a girl that he's attracted to, who he then begins to date who he then calls his girlfriend, who he then buys a ring, proposes and makes her his fiance, who he then marries later, who becomes his wife. You're not a wife when I marry you, you're a wife when I find you. You become my wife when I marry you. But a wife is not the presence of a ring, it's the presence of your character. Too many women want to be married, but you're walking in the spirit of girlfriend. Girlfriend ask the lord to deliver you from that spirit and carry yourself like you're already taken and i promise you when you carry yourself like a wife a husband will find
0: you. Oh, i think it just froze for a second uh, oh wait no that was an end i guess all right uh so yeah a lot of these women out here walking in spirit of girlfriend i think blake bortles would have beat the patriots if he would have been out there walking in spirit of a wife trying to get a ring but he was out there walking in spirit of a girlfriend and that's why uh when they got down the fourth quarter he couldn't come back so uh step your game level up she put on her um twitter when she shared that video hashtag level up and her fans were not impressed Mm-mm. mm-hmm mm-hmm
1: yeah i i'm I'm not impressed either because I get sick and tired of religion putting the onus of relationships and everything about relationship completely and totally on the woman um and that's very frustrating to me um and it's one of the things to where um a lot of religions make people make women feel bad if they want to be alone because some women even in religions go i I, yes i am of the religion but i don't want to get married and i don't want to have children and i'm good
0: i mean you can be a nun
1: yeah you can be a nun but But if
0: you out here fucking then you you're evil jezebel
1: yeah and that's the thing the blame even in a lot of the stories of the bible the blame never ever is targeted towards the men where are you reading the stories of the men fornicating and committing adultery and them being stoned to death Where where are those stories at in there you know it's one of the things that really um frustrates me and the thing is i'm married but you know what i don't do shame other women for not being married i don't do that um because when it comes to it People get married when they want to and when they feel like it. Um, and it's not me. It's not for me to. A lot of this is to put pressure on people to quit sinning and to get married and to have children and stuff like that. Uh, but everybody don't need to be married. Mm-hmm. And everybody don't even need to be a, a girlfriend or boyfriend or a relationship or anything. Some people need to just to be alone. And that's something that religion just don't teach. Sometimes be by yourself.
0: Well, Tom Brady walks in the spirit of a husband, and that's why he gonna get this six ring, okay?
1: Right, cause that's the thing, you, you, you never gonna hear that. You never gonna hear, you know, the, 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 the sermon of, of, of walk in the fullness of boyfriend. You know, walk, walk in the fullness of a husband. You know, you just born a husband, you just know how to be a husband. If that's the case, why do you have all these men, including men in religious, beating their wives? Cause, you know, that's, difficult. a lot of people, even in religion, consider that part of being a husband.
0: Well, they have this term in uh soccer football this is what we call it it's called an own goal okay you know what an own goal is Mm -mm. An own goal is when you your team accidentally accidentally knocks the ball into your own goal and score a point for the other team okay so you know you might you ain't trying to you're trying to score goals on the other team you're trying to score the goal for the other play the other way and you accidentally score on yourself and it's still a point against you right but you did it to yourself sierra just scored her own goal everybody been rooting for sierra everybody been enjoying her and uh russell wilson's corny ass matrimony Mm -hmm. everybody's been you know hashtag relationship goals you know um you
1: could have said nothing
0: russie's been putting you know out here repping for short men that you can still make a come up if you know how to play your cards right um like and i think this happens a lot man and i i don't i i don't want to sound like some dickhead atheist but this is the truth this is one of the reasons i don't fuck with religion it's probably the main reason it's some of this shit is so repressive and especially coming from black people who we know what the underside of the boot feels like it's like we still on this like and then and then i guess the trick of it all that fucks with me the most is when you look at the pews it's mostly women come on and and you look at who's cheering it's mostly women right you know many of them without a man many of them like and while you would think this is well they're cheering because it's kind of an uplifting thing and whatever It's to me it's not to me it's saying you ain't got no man because you're not good enough as if the only value a woman has is to be valuable towards a, to a man, you know, like they don't encourage women to have any level of independent spirit or any of this shit. It's have you got a man yet? Did you have children out of wedlock? Well, then you ain't shit till you get a man that will put a ring on your finger and then you will be a valuable godly woman until then
1: it's a shame, 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 everything you do.
0: And we're in here shaming each other, shaming other women. There's normally some fucking man on stage Saying this shit to women. You know? And I'm like, I don't, I, I refuse to support this shit. You know? It's fucked up. And it's, and I felt that way. I'm talking about when I was a kid, I was like, the second I don't have to do this anymore, I will not be going here anymore. These things are crazy. You have a gay person that's fucking leading your choir and you're talking about he gonna, he gonna go to hell and, and he, repent and all this shit. And y'all know he gonna be gay next week too. Y'all don't give, like, y'all are fucked up. The things that you say under the auspices of god are fucked up This doesn't sound like love at all you know um i i mean I, I fuck with like a there's like i said there's christians that i think are dope good people that really do live live out some values that i'm like wow i'm so impressed with you like how you're able to live out these values without succumbing to the 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 most base negative parts of of what i've seen christianity represent for some people and you know like reverend barbara is a great example of people mm. where i'm like that's the dude oh he's dedicated yeah when he dies everybody gonna cry because he really fucking meant
1: it right he'd be he be down there at raleigh every what is it monday tuesday whatever that day a week protesting
0: but even with um even with uh russ you know it's like you don't really know what people like that are thinking because he's he is so open about god 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 this and it's almost like, man, I hope he's not fucked up and I hope he doesn't think fucked up shit. And I'm happy for that dude and his wife and and all and living his best life. But every once in a while somebody will kind of delve into some territory on some social political issues and it's like, "Oh, man, that's right. He's Christian and a lot of Christians believe blank." You know, like I don't want to know what Russell Wilson thinks about abortion. Mhm i didn't want to know what tim tebow thought about it come on you know i don't want to know what they think about premarital sex i don't want to know what this motherfucker thinks about um having kids out of wedlock i don't want to know what he thinks a woman's place in a relationship is none of that shit you like it's our own goal just keep it to yourself like if your religion is a is a relationship that's supposed to be between you and a god in the sky and maybe your wife and your family or something keep that shit there like you don't need to share this on social media now do people have to like come for her neck and be so outraged and shit? Not really. I mean, it's her fucking opinion. If she thinks this is what the fuck she needs to do and 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 this is the advice that changed her life and shit, if she really feels that way, I don't give a fuck. That's her life. You know what I mean? I don't have to subscribe to it because you said that shit, but this whole tradition of i was married now and the rest of you heifers ain't shit right it's so it's so fucking long standing and it has so much animosity it's almost like people just get on a another side it's like if when they a fat person recently lost weight and then all of a sudden they start shaming everybody for the food they eat correct it feels like that was like now sierra just a fucking like five years ago people was calling you a hoe what are we doing what are we doing like what are we doing like i know people were coming at you like this like well you ain't even getting married what you you out here being a baby mama and shit like that and now you would i it's like you internalized that you must have believed it about yourself at that time and now you're just like i can i can say i made it because i got married you know which i think by the way i think is a lot of women's hang up like
1: yes it is and i'm not
0: saying because they chose that i'm saying we drill it into women like the pressure the one of the reason women feel such pressure to get married and go i'm old i can't believe i'm not married and you're talking to like a 26 year old or some right, shit and
1: you going good god you got the rest of your life what are you talking about
0: right you haven't lived a life yet but one of the reasons that um women feel that way is because they do want to they feel like i'll attain a magical status of i have a ring on my finger and now i can stop feeling bad about myself but the thing is you'll never stop feeling bad about yourself Mm-mm. and especially if you marry the wrong nigga trying to fucking chase after this a magical status where you're gonna cross the finish line and go ollie ollie oxen free because a lot of men specialize in making women feel like shit for a living and they call them some they call themselves your husband in many cases you know, so it's like, we end up with this society where we have women that feel bad about themselves all the fucking time, like, your average woman compared to your average man is a fucking dime compared to how men get to feel about ourselves and how women get to feel about themselves women care about women care about their weight women care about their makeup women care about their hair women care about their job women care about their attitude they care if they're smiling they care if they're being presentable at all fucking times of the day they care if they're being too opinionated care if they're being too loud they shrink themselves down they apologize all the fucking time for shit that they don't even need to be fucking apologizing for All the time. It's like a man is in my presence. How do I shrink myself down to where I'm just the prettiest flower in the room and he'll pick me every fucking time. And it's like, that's not, one, that's not good for society. But two, as a man, we never think like that. We never think like that. No matter how fucked up a dude is, we assume there's a woman out there for him and it's because we put so much pressure on women to be like you need to just be chosen by somebody it don't matter who it is settle bitch what you out here trying to have goals and shit at all you know meanwhile one of the worst things a woman can do for herself is actually get married to be honest like health wise financial wise uh <laughs> like stress wise like men can kind of tie women down our lot in their lives most of the time because we are so uh, either aloof selfish or just downright fucking negative uh towards women as i'm gonna cheat on you i'm gonna talk shit about you i'm not gonna participate in uh what the things the duties to clean up the house and shit i'm not gonna participate in raising our kids i'm gonna barely be around i'm gonna treat you like shit i'm gonna give emotional distress emotional abuse not not to mention when you talk about physical abuse and death like there's all these things that we do to women where it's just kind of like but we've taught women to covet that. Like, at least you got a man. Like, as if that's a fucking accomplishment.
1: and, and Dick and, is free. Come on. And and the thing is, it's not an accomplishment to get married. It's almost like when people get married, it's like the end of the game. It's like you get married, and all of a sudden the credits go up for the rest of your life. And you go, well, you know, you get married, and now you gotta look at this motherfucker for the rest of, rest of your life. Do you really want to to deal with all these things? that are attached with this person and we talked about before a lot of people love the idea of being in love and they love the idea of getting married and they spend more time preparing for the wedding than preparing for what happens after we walk down the aisle
0: you know what do i don't know i don't know that people do love being in love and love getting married i think women love weddings yes they do but i don't think people do love being married or love being in love you know what people love people stop asking you fucking questions every thanksgiving uh, you got a boyfriend you're gonna get uh you're you going on you're dating anybody i mean damn you this is the fifth Dang. thanksgiving you showed up without a man and then and then when you get married it, like i said it's the first hurdle because when you get married when you gonna have kids when you gonna get a house when you gonna do this when you gonna do like we even once you hop over that hurdle for the social pressure of it i don't even know if people love being in love like that i really do think there's a huge contingent of people that's just like I would like y'all to get off my back. And it's a lot of pressure I'm putting on myself when I, every, how many people go to church every week and hear some shit like this? Yeah. And then they wonder why they fucked up about, should I get a man or not all the time? Why so much of your value is about having a man. It's like, yo, somebody is telling you every week you ain't shit and you don't understand. Well, not that you understand. You accept it because you feel like it's the way it is, but it don't have to be that way you can get up and walk out of that bitch and be like peace the social interactions that are there is i think is more about what people go for because the messages are antiquated as shit and people don't live their lives this way and never really have there's never been a time where people weren't fucking there's never been a time where people weren't having babies out of way there's never been a time where married people weren't cheating there's never been a time where there was this wholesome fucking experience people have always been full of shit when it comes to church so i don't understand how the fuck i'm gonna go in here and listen you tell me i ain't shit all week and come back and give you some more money next week to do the same thing i mean come on now i can watch the steve harvey free zone uh show at home you know <laughs> like i don't need this shit <laughs> like so i don't know i i mean i think people like getting dressed up i think it's a traditional thing i think in the black church had a very political element to it that the white church didn't really have because of activism and stuff not that the white church isn't politically relevant it obviously is but correct like just in general there's a there's a there's there's like a tradition to why people go to church but I'm like when I see these videos I don't really get upset with I I've had to put this behind me a long time ago being upset with people for contributing to something that I think is fucking up our children fucking up the next generation fucking up the people who are currently in there keeping old people fucking stupid and 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 all that shit i've had to let that go because i love my people and i don't want to spend all day being like we really should let this go because it's, it's harmful to us but i'll let it go for myself and i when i see the outrage online part of me is like how much of this is real if you gonna go back how much of this is real if you spending your sundays up in here how much of this is real if you low-key believe this shit about yourself and part of the reason you pressed about getting a man is to join the the club of whoo them bitches over there ain't got a man because something wrong with them because i thought something was wrong with me all these times and i'm just saying nothing's wrong with you mm-hmm. and you don't have to believe this shit all this shit is made up and some of these guidelines can help in life and some of them are harmful in life and it's okay to be like i'm not gonna use all this shit And it's okay not to give this person, you have no obligation to put a fucking roof over this man's head to make sure he has nice suits so you can come in there and tell you you ain't shit. I just don't understand that fucking logic. And like I said, I don't like to sound like the angry atheist, and I don't like to like, I obviously hashtag not all Christians and shit, but this is ridiculous. You know what I mean? If this dude was just Steve Harvey and not your pastor, how many people would be like, yo, fuck this nigga? (laughs) <laughs> like if he was just Tyrese it would just be like fuck Tyrese on Instagram it's one of the reasons when we bring up what Tyrese says on Instagram shit I'm like yeah but if he said it on a in a pulpit how many people be cool with it you know when you look at like a Shirley Caesar or a fucking um Chrisette Michelle like how many of these people are like hiding behind religion to be ignorant and being like but that's just my religion like I don't know man I can't anyway I just don't fuck with the church like that period like some people is cool but it's just as an institution a room full of people clapping like that will always infuriate me because i don't see any difference between them clapping for that shit and that one dude that you know that when white people are doing it talking about like abortion and black people and shit and people are clapping and i'm like what the fuck just happened (laughs) you know what i mean y'all don't have to clap for this dude y'all couldn't be like "Uh, you know what i don't actually agree with that i'm not gonna feel like a piece of shit because i don't have a man i'm not gonna feel like uh i'm less than human because i'm a girlfriend at the moment and, or maybe i just don't fucking want a man or maybe i just maybe i'm gay maybe i don't want to get married like there could be so many fucking reasons that a human being in his in his congregation could be a woman and not married and and not feel have to feel like she ain't shit and his is if you ain't a wife basically you ain't shit that's you know in a roundabout way it's you, you ain't got a man because you don't act like a wife whatever the fuck that means meanwhile i don't even i've never been told to act like a husband by anyone ever in my life and no man that sits in there like the only time they do that is that they pull the men aside and they do like a men's counseling or men's only they don't do that shit in front of everybody y'all men out here walking around with your short sagging like they don't they don't do that <laughs> it's like men, you just lucky men showed up at the shirt, at church. The only people supporting that shit is black women. When it comes to black church. That's the only people keeping the fucking doors open. And what do they do? Walk in and get told, you ain't shit. The mistakes you made in your life are fucking mistakes. Any choice you made that makes you not be a husband, not have a husband today is a fucking mistake and it's on you and that's why your ass ain't shit. See you next Sunday and you better have my fucking 10%. Fuck that nigga. And like I said, Sierra Sharon, it just is that's that uh, that's i don't want to be mad at sierra i'm just gonna say i internalized misogyny as a motherfucker she did issue a statement afterwards i was once that girl wanted to be loved a certain way but was making the wrong choices i found myself at the, my lowest moment i was a single mom sitting at home and i then realized that the perfect love i was looking for was how god loves me how he wants me to be loved and who he was calling me to be as a mom and a woman that's when i realized married or not married i needed to love myself hashtag level up that's not what that nigga said that's the opposite of what he said correct like i know you trying to clean it up but you that's, that's the opposite of what he said like it, you, it's slick what you trying to pull that's your face I understand and nobody wants to ever say I was wrong for that shit on the internet but that's not what that nigga said man come on he didn't say look you just need to love yourself the way God loves you he, he clearly was like you're not walking in the spirit of a wife <laughs> that's why you ain't got no fucking man girlfriends mm. that's what he said man whatever yeah because, you know,
1: the definition of a wife varies per person, Mm -hmm. you know, but religion thinks they have the kind of, you know, the the definition of this is what a wife should be when honestly nobody knows what the fuck a wife is or should be. And honestly, nobody knows what a husband is or should be because husband and wife varies per relationship and it ain't the same in every relationship.
0: So many people was rooting for her, but this is one of the reasons I don't really put people on a pedestal like this, man. It's very... You know i don't i don't i don't have very much attachment to celebrity because it's, it's mm-hmm. they human beings and just like all my friends and other people they human beings and i don't know these niggas and when you make someone an avatar for your hopes and dreams a lot of times you find out that they got some shit about them that's kind of fucked up and i hope they that i hope she i don't know i don't know because she i mean she could turn around and just put this in her daughter the same mentality so who knows uh in a related article is monogamy bad for your mental health psychologists warn you should rethink fidelity for the sake of your relationship monogamy is difficult to maintain sure it's easy enough at times when your love when your life is devoid of temptation but unless you and your partner live in isolation in a cottage in the woods there's no guarantees that an attractive other will not emerge to lure you away and challenge the sanctity of your relationship oh
1: missus oh yeah that's stupid like uh yes there are other people around and they are sexy and they look good uh and the thing is it's all per person you know you the way he reading is you act like there's not such thing as open marriage like i don't understand
0: oh no you think not me i adore my partner things are still so fresh and i have so much to lose if i were to stray Yes, of course, but research makes it clear that our best intentions are often worthless in the face of compelling and possibly unexpected attraction to another person, someone intent on connecting with us. Those who, those who report having had an extramarital relationship said it was with a close friend, a coworker, or a long time acquaintance. These tend not to be random strangers. What's more, an act of infidelity is often understood as a deal breaker in relationships and few people are abhorred more than those known to have cheated. Movie songs and literature are replete with stories depicting the appalling retribution believed owed to those who stray despite all this studies show that most people have in fact engaged in some type of infidelity in the past and have or have experienced a partner's infidelity the question arises then is it time to ditch or rethink monogamy as a standard um one of the things i do find interesting uh we do tar and feather people when we find out they cheated on somebody mm-hmm. like the way people feel about jay-z and shit and i'm always like that's a little weird because that's not my relationship and if they chose to work that out and they happy the fuck do i care
1: and the, the and the thing that really tripped me out everybody act like Dan got some great aunt or some cousin or some relative in your multiple women in your Household or down the line that you've talked to that have dealt with infidelity at some point in their lives. Some make it, some don't. People act like this every time it happens, people act like the shit is brand new. No, no, a lot of people deal with this.
0: Well one of the things also, uh, you keep saying some aunt some relatives them sometimes.
1: Yeah, th- them them. A lot of times yeah. it's you.
0: You dealt with somebody that cheated on you and it wasn't the deal breaker right away that you thought it was gonna be. Correct. Um, and maybe it did turn out to be, maybe it's repetitive, all the shit, but we see shit every day where it's like oh they still don't okay I guess they worked that out
1: yeah and the thing is I don't judge people either way cause I've seen marriage come back from all types of shit cause everybody's big and bad and bold till it's them that got to give up something
0: right uh, research shows that most people uh, both expect romantic and sexual exclusivity to be in place very early in their relationship and that they denounce infidelity interviews of newlyweds in the united states indicate that many people expect they and their partner to remain monogamous despite admitting to having experienced a range of extramarital thoughts and behaviors already such as flirting with another or feeling aroused in the presence of another all industrialized colonies even those purporting to have more tolerant beliefs around the importance of exclusivity report that monogamy is a dominant pattern in their societies that's the thing that's weird to me is how many it's weird how religion and stuff precious people to only see one version of a relationship is good right and every other version is bad correct you know it's like how the government will be like kids need to just have more 2 parent families it's like okay you know i'm not gonna knock that Two, i can see how two adults in a kid's life would be easier than one uh if both adults are well meaning well intentioned and and actually showing up and doing shit but why do we got to
1: stop it too right why can't it be three and four why can't i have two mamas and two daddies
0: then that's crazy right that's polygamy and your ass need chill (laughs) like it's just funny man it's
1: it's just hard for two parents you know how many parents were like hey i would like a another set of hands
0: yeah it's just you know it's just interesting though how societally we're like and that's too much you know but we we all think that because probably you know the church decided at some point and the government got together and was like it's too messy. we got to get two people
1: right or they act like if i have two non-binary or asexual parents like something's wrong with that too right you know like it it has to be male and female
0: right um and of course you know when we talk about cheating it's mostly just considered to be a man thing not that women don't cheat but it's mostly considered to be and women yeah women do um anyway um
1: that's why it's harsher for them than it is for a man Mm
0: mm-hmm uh okay this article just got weird fantasizing about a celebrity lover who cares about that
1: right how do we get here?
0: what is this article really trying to say jealousy and suspicion are tools what does this mean series of studies by psychologist ashley thompson makes clear that we are notably inconsistent in the monogamy standards that we hold for ourselves versus what we hold for our partners for example we are far more lenient and tolerant in explaining our own versus our partner's behavior those who endorse alternative approaches such as consensual monogamy uh which allows for romantic or sexual relationships beyond the primary relationship with the partner's consent argue that monogamous relationships are far less stable because people all use jealousy monitoring and suspicion as tools to hold their partner to this difficult standard individuals in supposedly supposedly monogamous relationships are also less likely to practice safe sex when they cheat putting their primary partner's health at risk than are those in consensually non-monogamous relationships yeah that would make sense because if you cheating is you're probably going and eh, fuck it i'm just not use a condom too like i'm already throwing shit to the wind ah! uh and questions arise about whether you are pr- really practicing monogamy if you're exclusive but in a relationship after relationship after relationship that is for those who change primary partners are just a, after f- just a few years um you know the thing that i find interesting too is obviously not have having a non-monogamous relationship doesn't necessarily fix anything but it's weird how we define the value of a relationship by if people are fucking somebody else or not yeah you know like you could be sexually monogamous and still be a horrible person to be in a marriage with come on but it feels like when people talk about marriage it always comes down to infidelity and by infidelity just are you fucking somebody else or not anyway i just thought that was interesting at the just to put out that after that sierra thing man you can get married and still have a motherfucker make make you crazy like drive you just just up a wall dealing with they shit yep like it's not a save all catch all no
1: it's not and sometimes for some people getting married it will is the worst decision you ever made and nobody ever wants to talk about that part of it either
0: right but you know listen to pastor uh pink shirt or whatever the fuck he was um Um, y'all y'all ain't shit
1: um um are we gonna talk about uh the tasting thing or no
0: oh yeah i haven't
1: talked about it yet
0: so we did go to um the yelp uh you guys have been following the show i hope um on yelp one of my reviews for amelie's had a uh um a good response they they liked it and uh they replied back and they invited us out well they invited me out to do a talk and taste that's where they were gonna have some new menu items they were experimenting with and they wanted people to taste them and to talk about them and give them feedback and let them know how we felt about what they what they did Mm -hmm. um and so of course uh i was invited and i thanked them and uh i said closed mouths don't get fed got my monique on and was like (laughs) hey while we're at it uh my wife can she come along and they was like well we're not really inviting you know it's very exclusive only 10 people in charlotte are being invited and um we'll let you know if someone does not rsvp but this invite is really only for you Mm -hmm. um and so i said cool let me know well somebody didn't rsvp so karen got to come
1: they lost their spot
0: so she took a half day and we went out to um to uh amelie's downtown and um we got to try i want to say it was about 10 15 different 12 right. different dishes
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they had pieces of paper and we had to write our feelings about each one mm-hmm. and put a score next to it um from one to ten on how what we felt about it and how it tasted mm-hmm and um it was kind of cool we sat at a table with three white women and us yes <laughs> and uh they were we the only black people in the room we were sir we were the only black people in the room um and so uh we got to eat all these they would bring us out to these really small like servings like uh, like say if it was a sandwich they cut it into say like fifths right and give everybody like a fifth a sliver of a sandwich and you eat it and mm-hmm. you taste it and you decide how it tastes and how you're going to describe it and how it feels and stuff um and it was kind of quiet in there they gave us some fizzy water to drink yes to drink it all down with and they described and served everything to us and then we write down stuff yeah um, these are
1: things they're testing for the menu
0: now i took pictures of my notes i don't think karen did no okay so i took pictures of my notes so um i actually still have um, oh you
1: also you got out of food
0: yeah, I, ha- I have all the food. Okay. Uh, I have the description. I think
1: it was like
0: ten items. We can go through it if you want to. Okay, let me uh, just make sure that I had the right, um, the right page up before I, before I say that. But yeah, okay. So I got them. I cut off a little bit of my description at the bottom, but all right, here we go. <clears throat> Talk and taste event uh and so they tried to serve the order through uh they tried to serve us the stuff in order but it came a little out of order right but i'm gonna go in the order they have on the list mm-hmm. number one oats one through ten they were still colored oats sweetened with brown sugar cranberry compote candied roasted almonds as well now i don't eat still cut oats but karen does i
1: do and they were delicious and them almonds was like toasted, and they had like a little bit of sugar in it. Oh, with that rasp, like I said, I, this is me. That was delicious.
0: Well, I sweetened it up as much as I could, but I'm not a steel cut oats man, and I did not feel it tasted like oatmeal to me.
1: <laughs> See, I um, like oatmeal,
0: and I like I'm a grits man. So I gave I it a f- do grits too. What'd you give it?
1: I gave it like a eight. eight, eight, eight or nine, so eight,
0: yeah. I gave it a five. Okay, this is what I wrote: nice, warm, and filling. Feels like it could have used a little sugar. But I never ate steel cut oats before so what do I know? I'm a grits man. Added more of that compote. I take it back. It's great. And I still gave it a fire.
1: Yeah we didn't. People talking about NDA. No we didn't have to sign an NDA.
0: Nah we had to sign nothing. You think I be telling y'all about to sign something legal?
1: Mm-mm. They want you to talk about it. It was people there that were like had big companies and shit like that.
0: I'm trying to get sued for y'all. I mean I love y'all but come on mm-hmm. guys. Number two a vegan tartine okay this is garlic white bean spread red onion tomato cucumber um uh, and the cucumber was like a slice of fresh cucumber on the top yes um and it would have been an open-faced sandwich if you ordered a whole thing but right since we just got a slice it's we just got a little cut of the sandwich it's like one cucumber <laughs> one piece of tomato whatever right red onion uh i gave this an eight it, you know what because the
1: way the way he describes it it doesn't sound it sounds like i don't know but the flavor in that uh uh spread was delicious
0: uh this is what i wrote this was good and spicy the cucumber on the top really compliments the spread i don't know how i keep a whole sandwich from falling apart though so that's why i got an eight instead of a nine or ten right number three fruit nut chicken salad sandwich and the chicken salad had apple, pecan, celery, red onion, honey, Dijon mustard, and mayonnaise in it.
1: Y'all, when I read that description, I was like, This is the whitest thing ever. And I was like, this shit gonna be terrible. But y'all know what? That shit was motherfucking
0: flames. Oh, that was so good. Yeah, it was a sandwich. Um, I forget what kind of bread it was on. Um I gave this a nine. I also I it gave stopped. it a
1: ten. It was delicious. And I think they had it like on a croissant bread that like crumbled and the um tuna was was like no it was chicken chicken salad, salad. Chick, the chicken salad it was light it was fluffy it had the right you know the mayo and honey mustard they blended together and they had like i said you couldn't even tell it had like the apples and stuff in it it was sweet and i have a sweet tooth i was shocked even the white lady across from us was shocked
0: i wrote the bread really ties this whole sandwich together I wasn't sure it would be good from the description. Wrong. And it was great. And it had a great aftertaste too. It did It did. Then number four, they just gave us a little piece of multi grain bread and some butter and you just put it on there. Mhm. Um, and so that one was probably the simplest quote unquote dish. I guess they just were trying out the bread to see if they should put it on sandwiches and mm-hmm. shit anyway i gave that an eight that bread was good as fuck
1: you know what because i was like what is this because it was like a multi-grain bread but it was i ah, like i said i have a sweet tooth so when you when you, you didn't even need the butter you bite into it and you, you just automatically taste the sweet i don't know if they just had baked the loaf and they was cutting those little pieces off the loaf but that bread was delicious i think i gave it like a seven or a eight, eight or
0: nine so i wrote this is some good ass bread come this- on the sweetness sets it apart from others. The butter wasn't even needed, but I used it too because why not? Number five. Tuna. I don't know how you pronounce this. Nasease salad sandwich? I don't know. N-I-C-O-I-S-E? Mm, anyway. Uh It had albacore tuna, red onion, red bell pepper, capers, kalamata al- olives, and fresh basil. Um, I gave this only a six. What did you think about this one? I gave it about a
1: six. It was a, a eight. Okay. It wasn't as good as the chicken. Now the chicken was flames, mm-hmm. but I really did like it uh, because a lot of places when you have like their their tuna salad and their chicken salad, it's a hit or miss mm-hmm. with a lot of places when it comes to that because a lot of white people make that shit and it's very very bland. And I'm like, I don't, I'm not wasting my money for this, and I don't know if I'm getting no seasoning.
0: I wrote, I gave it a six. The olives and capers really gave the tuna a raw fishy taste it's good for someone who wants a fresh fish taste but i wasn't feeling it dog um let me go to my next one okay so then oh, this is a little blurry. anyway i'll try to read it Mm -hmm. uh number six was a ham turkey and honey dijon sandwich um it had ham turkey caramelized onions and honey dijon spread on it um i gave this bitch a 10 this shit was so good y'all uh, th- yes that was really really and good. surprise guest appearance made by a fucking granny smith apple slice
1: yes they came out because they said they forgot to put it on there and y'all the granny smith apple put the sweetness on it like i said these combos don't sound good but once you start uh, biting and uh, smacking your lips it was flame emojis it was so good
0: the green apple set that shit off like queen latifah jay the pink them. um so my my um my description uh my comment the apple as a surprise guest cameo in this dish was a bold choice and it really made the sandwich great green apples on my face so i may be biased it could have used i could have used a different bread though yeah but I still gave it 10. That shit was good. It was delicious. Number seven was prosciutto brie sandwich. Um, and it had prosciutto, blueberry, balsamic, brie, and spinach. I gave this shit a three.
1: It was, you know what? Everything on the sandwich. But you see, the thing the thing that caught me off guard with this one, I, I expected the blueberry to be sweet. And the blueberry was tart.
0: Mm-hmm. And the
1: tartness turned me off. If that blueberry would have been sweet, it would have set it off
0: yeah i was out on all of it uh not a big fan of this one blueberry balsamic didn't jive with the rest of the sandwich to me Mm-mm. it was just doing its own thing like bobby brown and new edition <laughs> <laughs> it's a no for me dog and yes it's a issa uh eight ham bacon and manchigo sandwich uh it was ham turkey bacon manchigo, greens tomato mayonnaise and dijon uh i gave this an eight this was delicious it's basically a club it's basically a club sandwich uh this feels like a twist on the club sandwich really solid dish it was trusty and reliable like tim duncan <laughs> number nine portobello mushroom red pepper and pesto so it's portobello mushroom red pepper pesto sun-dried tomatoes garlic and a white green spirit uh sandwich um so I- i've never had a portobello mushroom sandwich before i don't think or at least it's been a long time this motherfucker was, it was 10
1: it was so Good, Like, like, I can't explain it, but when you bit into that bitch, you was like, oh, my God. Because it it, it kind of uh threw you for, it's like, you don't know what to expect, you know, because I like meat. So, and I know Portobello Mushroom can be a substitute as a meat, but when you ate it, you just wanted to be outside sitting on your porch drinking some lemonade. It was like, bitch, bring me another piece of that Portobello Mushroom sandwich.
0: Also, um, it was vegan.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mhm. So then I put, I really liked this for a meatless sandwich. It was very filling. It was also really tasty. The white bean spread was amazing. Mm-hmm. No jokes. I didn't have no jokes. That was just good. Ten chicken sun dried tomato basil and goat cheese. Um, it had chicken sun dried tomato aioli pesto and goat cheese. This is the best sandwich they had.
1: Yes, because they bought it out of
0: order, so they gave it to, to us first, and it was warm. Oh,
1: when I tell you, I think I I gave that a ten, like that got. If I could have gave it two tens, I would have. That was delicious because I, they cut it up so you got like a a big piece of chicken, and it was layered just right. Like right, so it was warm, and then when you when you bit into it and it melted in your mouth, and I <coughs> wanted to actually order. Uh, I was like, can I? T- I was like, can I take this with me? I didn't know it was delicious.
0: Um, so I put okay now this is what i'm talking about the aioli set it off the warm bread was soft in the middle complimenting the chicken amazing i almost ate the toothpick right i almost did um then we had desserts okay we had two different ones one of them was salted caramel wait salted caramel macaroon ice cream sandwich
1: i've never had a macaroon before
0: so nigga nigga this was a 10
1: and then then they didn't do the menu because we've been in there before i seen the menu ones they gave you like
0: a big full ass one like a real big one it was so fucking big y'all i couldn't finish it we had already ate so much food but honestly they brought the whole dessert and i was like "How how is this not the last thing i can't <laughs> like i can take a nibble of this but that's it
1: and it was so good i don't know what i was expecting because like i said i've never had a macaroon before so when i bit into it This was, this was like the, the first one, right? The purple one?
0: No. Oh, this It was the, it was caramel French custard ice cream. Oh, the other one. With salted caramel brownie pieces inside of it. Yeah, because. A 10.
1: Yeah, that was a 10. I did not know what to expect. Uh, when you bit into it, it, it fell apart. And I don't know what, I don't know what I was thinking because I didn't know what the texture of the macaron was going to be. I expected it to be harder, but it like crunched. And so you had the, 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 the ice cream with the, macaroon all swirling together and it was soft and it was gooey because the macaroon had like the the the, uh stuff built into it like into it so you bit oh it was so good
0: yeah caramel brownie pieces in it yeah
1: like it like in the top and in the bottom with the ice cream oh that was so good
0: i said uh this is so great and it's huge how much are y'all charging bitcoins (laughs) right uh and then um then, oh, I guess they didn't have the other one uh as an item by itself. But we also tried this macaron, the macaron or whatever macaron. It's all French. uh It was purple. Yes. And that shit had sherbet. I think as the ice cream. It did
1: not. That not that was my favorite one.
0: Okay, yeah, the brownie one was mine, but the, yeah, that one was good too.
1: That one was because I I thought it was gonna be ice cream when I bit into it. I tasted sherbet and the macaroon i don't know what was in that purple ass macaroon but it was good then they had like uh gold sprinkles on top of it and it was shining and shit oh that was so good
0: then they asked us some questions at the end um that uh it was just random questions like yeah, it was
1: lavender that's what it was somebody said lavender that's yes. what it was it was a lavender macaroon
0: mm-hmm. uh one when you come to our establishment what Miss farm menu grits at least i don't recall seeing them that's what i said yeah they
1: didn't have grits
0: number two when you bring a new guest to our establishment what is your feedback their feedback on our menu everyone loves the food the pastries especially mm-hmm. what offerings should we carry to help you better celebrate special occasion i said birthday cakes i didn't know ah Four, do the traditional names of our menu, French names of our menu, deter you from ordering them?
1: No, as long as you had the English on the side, I'm good.
0: I put, yes, I am so uncultured, I need a translator.
1: (laughs) As long as you put English on the side, I'm just going to have it in French
0: because we're going to be in trouble. Five, do you think we should carry larger dinner portions? I said, no, I like the atmosphere, larger meals would detract from that. Yeah,
1: I I like it. Did I tell them yes? I think I said yes. I said Mm. yes
0: number six what menu items would would make you a more frequent guest if we had them i just put ten, six, and 11 uh seven does your does our pricing and match quality of our menu items i put yes
1: mm-hmm.
0: number eight how does seasonal menu changes affect your patronage not at all for me i put not much but i noticed a lack of pumpkin spice it's a staple of the fall please address this <laughs> I, I did go there and they had no pumpkin spice and i was quite upset i almost spoke to a manager um <laughs> Do you, we have too many menu items or not enough? I put not enough. Correct. you said ten. What is your preferred delivery service? I said Yelp. Eleven. What is your feedback regarding the beer and wine? I said never had any. Didn't know it was on the menu. <laughs> me <either>. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know it was an option. <laughs> I'll let you know now. That I, thanks for putting me on the now game. I know you're gonna
1: have to go and order some beer and wine and chill.
0: Number twelve. What is the feedback on our healthier options? Oats and multi grain bread. I said the bread and mushroom sandwich, great. Oats, meh uh and then they asked what items should they add to the menu i'd say 16, 11.
1: um oh they asked about what uh, what kind of protein would you
0: have that's what i'm i okay. got i got it in front of me uh-huh. you think i'm doing this off memory no guys <laughs> don't matter how long we do the show does it <laughs> no number 14 what would be a breakfast sandwich protein option you add besides pork product and i said uh corned beef hash salmon maybe turkey in a pinch yeah Cause, you know, you could do like turkey sausage, turkey bacon and stuff. Oh, but... somebody said fish. Yeah, I said salmon. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't know what kind of, they not, like, I just can't imagine them like frying up some fish in there. I, I but... back there
1: with some croquette. Yeah, I don't know croquette. how that, I don't <laughs> know how that works.
0: I don't know how that works. Some fish cakes. Number 15, would you freaking often, would you frequent more often if we offer bread, breadless breakfast sandwiches and omelettes? And I said, absolutely not. Um, so yeah, that was, that was it, man. It was, uh, it was fun, man. It was lit as the kids say.
1: Yeah, we had a really, really good time. I didn't get to interview anybody, so Roger may have to get me an appointment with somebody and I'll go up there and interview them.
0: But we had a great time, man. Um all right, let's see what else we can get into. Um uh, oh, let's do this. Question, you have the answer. So tell me what I want to know. Do you want to funk? Do you want to funk? Won't you tell me now? Won't you tell me now? If you want to funk, let me
2: show you how. Do you want to funk with me? Do you want to fall
0: with me? All right, LGBTQ news time. <clears throat> um, Offset, uh the rapper from Migos, mm-hmm. apologized for his lyric that said I cannot vibe with queers offset has taken to instagram to apologize following the outcry over a lyric during amigo's rappers guest verse on yfn lucci single boss life the rapper was accused online of homophobia for the lyric i cannot vibe with queers however in his apology amigo's member claimed he did not write the line about gay people
1: okay but you read it and you said it
0: Hmm. he continued uh well he i can read the thing he says, uh, I didn't write the line about gay people, and he put up a screenshot of the definition of the word queer. Uh, adjective, strange, odd. She had a queer feeling that they were being watched. Verb, spoil or ruin an agreement, event, or situation. Reg didn't want someone meddling and querying the deal at the last minute. I noticed the noun, the noun version of queer, which is the one that he used was not in the definition i wonder why don't know for the life of me i don't know why it must be a coincidence uh i'll i'll say, say, i didn't write that line about gay people i have said before since these issues before that i got love for all people my passion for fashion has led me to a lot of gay people around me oh man this is unfortunate he's Anyway, who I have mad respect for, and we are very cool, so I'm not in a place where I'm hating like that. When I wrote what I was thinking of words that could rhyme with the others here, leer, solitaire, bear, bear, I guess, bear, okay. And I saw that this definition about having a queer feeling, she was being watched, and it fit what I was thinking about a stalker, creepy paparazzi situation. To me, that queer, I don't mean someone who's gay i mean lame people who film you post it and stalk you lingo that means strange or odd i am sorry apologize i apologize i'm offended i offended anybody so i guess uh we have to accept that He, that that was what he said he you know didn't mean it that way and uh now they have had some run-ins with some other um, uh, accusations of homophobia the group apologized after issuing negative quotes during the discussion of I Love McKinnon's uh, sexuality in an interview with Rolling Stone it was alleged that the Migos did not want to be on stage with drag queens during the performance of Bon Appetit with Katy Perry on stage on Saturday Night Live um, uh, and the band this label and the drag queen who did perform with, with the group all denied that though um. Okay. Um. Here's my thing. I absolutely don't believe he didn't mean it to, as a slant Mm-mm. as a slur for gay people. Mm-mm. It's really up to people whether they believe that shit or not. I do because it's the way he used the word. Right. The next line is like, I don't. It's like I don't vibe with queers. Got the heart of the bear, which is implying that, you know, uh, the stereotype to me that gay people don't have, gay men specifically don't have a heart of straight men and and all this shit. I. I think when people like you, what most people's morality only extends to whether or not they like somebody. And in this case, a lot of people like him. They like the Migos. He's dating Cardi B. They like that. So a lot of people that would otherwise be like, you know, fuck this dude or that's homophobic or you know, if it was somebody they didn't like, they'd be in their shit. In this case, they like him, so it's oh well, maybe he didn't mean it that way, but he didn't even use it the way it's in the dictionary. So you know, that's some artistic ass license that apparently people have been using my whole life to mean a negative way but he somehow didn't didn't get the memo that gay people (sighs) anyway uh cardi defends her fiance's uh homophobic lyrics claiming ignorance of the word queer uh this is on world of net. she went on i guess instagram or whatever and uh went live and started or maybe a snapchat that's too quiet i don't think anybody's gonna be here uh but i don't know if you can find she says it was a different nah because that's the original video okay it was a different vocabulary on the dictionary now that's a word that you guys say that's bad word for gays i never even heard that word in the first place why don't y'all educate people about a lot of people are not aware about what's wrong or right in the lgbt community why don't we do things to educate instead of bashing Mm -hmm. or trying to label something that they're not Mm -hmm. label someone something that they're not yeah um one of the things i think interesting about this what do you do when someone's a habitual line stepper they don't give a fuck what you really think and they don't seem to be trying to learn i don't understand because people use the word educate like we're all students of life and we sit down at these chairs and we're all open and willing to listen to critiques and other opinions what do you do when somebody just like i don't care because like real talk most of my life the rappers in my life don't care about this shit and it's kind of been like i understand how people be like i don't fuck with them but at the same time it's also a rapper like it comes with the territory you know what I'm? and i don't mean that to excuse anything i'm literally saying i there's no rappers that politics i really jive with that's really banging like that you know what I mean? like like it's it's not like i was sitting around being like yeah nwa fuck the police also fuck these bitches and i'm gonna fuck this hoe and we gonna be running trains on people like it was, it's always been some shit you know kendrick dropped humble last year and i remember people being like what the fuck you mean show me something natural like afro richard pride what i can't have fake asses or something you know it's like everybody gonna have an opinion when you express a preference and shit correct I feel like this is homophobia i feel like a lot of people have been doing this shit in our community where we tell black people who are lgbt to 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 stop being divisive and all this stuff and i've seen cis had black women doing it. i've seen cis had mm-hmm. black men doing it um you know it's a lot of like you have to tolerate this because i like they songs and i'm not gonna accept that he meant it this way i i, I mean no one can make you and if you've, honestly, you honestly know, in your heart of hearts feel like that dude did not mean this in a homophobic way that's on you i don't know how you can feel that way it's very interesting you know this being this at least second run in at least second run in with this kind of language and shit like if 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 you feel that strongly that he ain't do nothing wrong like that's on that's up to your conscience to deal with but to me it's like yeah he clearly is homophobic the problem after that is where people get stuck i don't really do much like okay he's homophobic r kelly fucks little girls um uh people accuse michael jackson of fucking child molestation um fucking uh chris brown beat somebody all these people still around all these people just somehow didn't get canceled
2: Mm-mm. whether you
0: choose to participate and listen to their music or not totally up to you nothing's gonna happen to the Migos. them niggas gonna run their course until they whack and then nobody wants to listen to them yep cardi clearly got this dude's back he cheating on her and trying to fuck up her career and her brand and shit if she love this dude and she dealing with it i don't know what to tell y'all like that's that's a personal decision for her and everybody gotta make their own personal decision Mm -hmm. it's easy for me to say i'm not a huge migos fan one way or the other so i'm not losing anything to boycott them because i'm not boycotting them because i don't listen to them in the first place like that so it's not some like let me go set this nigga straight i just wish people would do away with the false um notion that all these people just need to be educated and because because one of the things i find funny we really don't mind putting people in the box of they just don't know better they're not educated and we don't respect their intellect when they say some ignorant shit right it's like they just didn't know better.
1: No, I, I don't believe you. It's the same way white people use nigger. Nigger means ignorant motherfucker. That's not the way you use the word. People act like words don't have multiple meanings.
0: Yeah. That was the thing I noticed too. was like, we just covered a story that made us so mad last week about those little girls being racist towards that, that man's daughters, that black family's daughters and saying, um, uh, nigger, nigger, nigger. And the father was like, call her nigger one more time. And it's going to be a problem and the girl goes nigger just means ignorant person your daughter's being an ignorant person and that's the plausible deniability of english language when it comes to using slurs no slur means what the fuck it means y'all like i'm not sure that people completely have grasped this it's the insidiousness of the whole device of how we use language and weaponize against each other now i'm not really a language police motherfucker i mean to be honest it's the sentiment behind the language that's the problem. It's never really the words. Like, right. I can tell when someone's calling me a, like, what's up, my nigga, and when someone's calling me a N-I-G-G-E-R. It's different to me. And I think you all know that. Um, But we, you know, especially online, we spend so much time arguing about who said, don't use that word, it's ableist, don't use this word, it's that. That's not the problem, it's the intent, you know? Like, if you say black people, there's some people that say black people, and I go, that person's racist right and there's other people that say black person i'm like oh yeah cool yeah black people i know what you're talking about anyway point being um nigger means two things faggot means two things gay gay means two things queer means two things dyke means two things everything means two things so you can always plead ignorance that's the whole fucking point i get to just say some fucked up shit to you and then be like whoa 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 you're being extra emotional right now how do you know i didn't just not understand that calling you a female was fucked up i mean hey i I mean i call female dog female giraffe i don't understand why well i can't say female that's a male that's a female and we do the whole little and you end up spinning out arguing with this person over some shit that is derailing the conversation as opposed to the intent that they had which was disrespectful and we can't even have that conversation because we're fucking talking about what language was used as opposed to the fact that look dog if you call somebody a queer and you say I don't vibe with them I'm going to assume you're homophobic it's up to you to clarify that shit out and I don't feel like his clarification actually was true it felt like a lot of me you know and I felt and I know that a lot of black people that excuse this if it were Sarah Silverman explaining how her nigger joke was not racist because she meant it ironically y'all would say fuck you that's not what it means and i don't accept your apology but it's different when you're not in that group it's different when you like them most people's morality only extends to as far as whether i like this person or not
1: right that would determine what line they fall on
0: and cardi b is fucking this nigga so i mean i don't this is one of those chances where you cases where it's probably just better to be like i'm too biased to talk about this because i'm not gonna say the right thing you know we always call her for education when it's somebody we like correct you know what i mean and i and i'm not judging people for that we we all do it like i'm not judging people for that when it was lovey i remember people hey look man she just need to be educated she just i'm like or oh, maybe she just meant that shit maybe she just said something that people gonna disagree with you know and that's okay she's still gonna be around it's been months and nothing happened to her you know it, it's fine it's okay um sometimes it just it's gonna happen that's kind of life you know i think maybe on the internet we forget how much of life that is how much not to be a not that it's never real but how much of the internet is hyperbole that's the best way to put it it's not that it's not real it's hyperbole and you hang in a a, you hang in the right circle it feels stronger than it is you go offline talk to a person and they will be like i don't even know what the fuck you talking about what happened you know i don't see why this is a big deal oh yeah yeah whatever i'm still listening to music shit like that you know so anyway he was wrong for that shit and i don't Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't know how we can keep looking black and brown lgbtq people in the face talking about we support y'all we love y'all and i'm here for you all black lives matter whoops hold up You you don't mean it you don't mean it right like between erica gardner uh comments and this shit there's never a time when it's okay for lgbtq black people to have an opinion or to speak up it's never okay that's like i i i hate being proven right like that and especially so fucking quickly but it was when it was erica garner it just wasn't time because she had just passed so we just couldn't have that conversation couldn't even talk about anything she ever did that you know may have ostracized part of our community but this person's alive and well and now it's well, don't, we need to be gentle we need to educate you just don't want
1: to talk about it. Yeah,
0: is he going to be educated and only time will tell if he wants to be educated because that's a personal choice and we just skip over that fact that it's a personal choice like you don't force education on somebody they got to want it right we only learn when we want to I have no evidence that this nigga trying to learn anything I just feel like he just floated a fucking a, a jack of of clubs right on by everybody and they and got a book <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah and everybody go what the fuck how, how, how's that three able to go like that
0: laverne cos becomes the first trans woman on the cover of and, cosmopolitan and she looks amazing cool can we see the picture um hold on uh i'm surprised that caitlin jenner wasn't the first one uh trans woman on cosmopolitan because that shit was the wave and the kardashian fucking media machine is no joke right like
1: I'm, it's sad how many dude. first
0: were broken with uh with uh caitlin jenner a person that's politics is that anti-trans anyway <clears throat> laverne cox made history after becoming the first transgender woman to make the cover of cosmo the orange and black and new black wait orange is the new black star graced the cover of cosmopolitan in south africa for the magazine's lgbt focus say yes to love edition oh so south africa okay at the letter in the magazine laverne sent a in a letter in the magazine laverne sent a passionate message to cosmopolitan readers she said your voice matters the truth of who you know yourselves to be matters the truth will set you free trans women deserve to be loved out in the open and in the light uh laverne cox posted a cover on her instagram page saying she was honored and proud to be covered in the magazine and in the interview coming to photo shoot laverne opened up about love and dating telling viewers that the most romantic thing a partner had done for her was she says As a black transgender woman i've often been kept a secret by the men i've dated so when my ex-boyfriend introduced me to his dad and invited me to spend hanukkah with him and his family it was the most special thing ever uh holly meadows the editor-in-chief of cosmopolitan uh south africa kyle laverne the world's most vocal trans poster girl and celebrated her role as an actress and activist she said our goal was to play a small part in providing visibility for the lgbtq i plus community of which laverne has become a revolutionary icon uh we wanted to disrupt the heteronormative ideas around february and valentine's day and look at love in 2018 including acceptance of self others and non-binary relationships she continued Cox is the world's most vocal trans poster girl and an activist for the intersection of race, class, and gender studies, challenging toxic masculinity, white supremacy, and the misrepresentation of trans people. For us, Osmo, love, at least for this issue of celebrating Laverne as the fun, fearless female she is. Dope. Let's leave, let's leave this segment.
1: All right? <laughs> That's it. We, we got to say bye, y'all. We got to say bye. Cause the next one you're gonna read is gonna put everybody in tears. So I, my vote is let's go.
0: All right, all right. Um, let's see. What should we end this with? You know what? I'm actually gonna do some um, fucking with black people is what I'm gonna do. Um, you know what? No, I'm gonna give y'all the day off. Let's just go to guest race, okay? We can always be fucked with tomorrow, right? It's not like anything's stopping us. Mm -hmm.
2: Now that is time for some Guess the Race.
0: That's right, it's Guess the Race time. Now that is time for some Guess the Race. That's right, it's Guess the Race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show going across all the podcast land. We play or read news articles from all over the globe, and we ask our contestants today, Karen and the chat room, to guess the race and of course they're all racist all right let's see who we got you uh how about this um a wife is accused of murder uh and she searched how to kill someone and not get caught on her uh computer oh hmm that search history be telling but i know cops job so easy now
1: i know they were like what what did you google because the average person including myself i don't know how to properly get rid of everything and know where everything is no matter how much you think you done deleted it some it person can pull it back up
0: a texas woman faces charges in connection to her husband's death as she searched how to kill someone and not get caught Sandra louise Gardner, 55 was arrested wednesday night on murder charges more than a week after her husband was shot to death at their maypair home um police told Gar took garner into custody after a device seized an investigation reportedly showed she researched the murder Mm-mm-mm. her husband john garner was killed january 2nd in what the woman claimed was a home invasion she called nine one one report she was awakened in the night by two gunshots saw a masked male holding a gun and a flashlight inside her residence authorities later matched bullets from the 38 caliber pistol found wrapped in a paper inside two plastic bags in her ford mustang to the bullets killed in her spouse you had the gun in your car ah <laughs> Gardner's being held at ellis county jail on two million dollars bond did you not think that gets the race uh, i'm i'm going with white let's take the chat room um and see what they believe um white becky is a dumbass. white snap marathon white are smarter than the cops they will never catch me white dumb criminal that's not a race um, can you have an officer drive through the area? White, white. Also, research pussy hats for the march. Oh, Amy Schumer. White. Clearer than your, clearer than your browser history. White. I'ma say black. Try to blame it on black man. White. Whitey. White. White. Jamie's got a gun still in her car. <laughs> dumb, dumb white girl. Tanya Harden. White. I didn't know I couldn't do that. White. The correct answer is white. One person did miss it, though. Oh, June from Holland, what were you thinking? You normally so on point? Anyway, she's like an old, angry white woman, too. I don't know what ooh, he did. I
1: don't know what he did, but ooh, she look, hmm, look like death was knocking on her
0: door. Why, like, she's still mad. Right? um and i would have got away from her it was one of those goddamn meddling kids right uh all right how about this one um and how about um um no that's way too easy hold on hold on on. um a woman was critically hurt when she got her head stuck in a gate on north side a woman was critically injured when she got her head stuck in a gate. That's like an episode of Martin or some shit.
1: How did this happen? Uh
0: in on um, Friday afternoon at the Lathrop Homes neighborhood on the north side, at twelve twelve PM the woman got her head stuck between the bars of a gate on the sixteen hundred block of West Fullerton, according to Fire Media Affairs. Director Larry Langford it said it was unclear how she ended up stuck in the gate. She was taken uh in critical condition. Wait, do I even have a picture of this woman? Hold up
1: taking a critical what law? what did she do i feel like she
0: i put this in the wrong category give me a second guys i don't think i had a picture of this woman uh. i think this is just for i think this is just a regular ass story i don't even think uh. I. yeah uh, i just put this in the wrong place never mind guys forget okay, about cause it
1: i'm about to say mm. wow
0: yeah my bad um i was really on the fence about that story so uh let's uh move on to the next story um a florida man faces charges after leaving his kids in the car when he went to the strip club ah that'd mm-hmm. be right back let me see what you got i
1: oh,
0: know uh a man's been arrested apparently allegedly decided to be a good idea to leave two children in a car alone while he popped into the strip club according to wink news 23 year old willie lee jordan jr
1: Now willie Willie Lee (laughs) Hey Willie, how you doing, dog? Yeah. Your table over there. Girls, you know
0: what to do. It's Willie Lee. Oh, Willie. Oh, Willie Lee. Willie Willie Lee. Lee. Uh yeah, so he um decided to pop on into the strip club. Um authorities came aware of the situation after a woman reported hearing children crying inside a vehicle in the parking lot of Scarlet's cabaret i walked over to the vehicle that seemed to be an infant a three-month-old boy who was not strapped in the car seat upside down his head was where his feet should be butt up in the air damn an announcement was made in the club and jordan went back to the car but Maze had been able to get the other child to unlock the door of the suv uh <laughs> coming to the stage coming to the stage up <laughs> oh, hold on before we get to destiny let me say if <laughs> there is announcement. a if there is a black station wagon with uh two ah! unattended children in the parking lot gonna need you to get that out of here guys police are coming and you know that's what we give the handy jay. <laughs> uh please if you like to rent the limousine you can put the kids in it and let them drive around uh four hundred dollars an hour uh but yeah uh an announcement made in the club uh it's devastating. It's devastating that people can do that. The children it really opens your eyes to what goes on in the world, how nasty things can be, said Mays. And Mays probably work at a strip club. So when she says it's some nasty things,
2: it's she done
0: seen some. Uh Christopher Mays, the general manager, I'm sorry, when he says he's seen some nasty things, he done seen some nasty it, things. Okay? Come on, you have reached the top of his list. he's the general manager at Scarlet, so he's like, Listen, this is more despicable than anything I've seen this I seen in I worked room. at a cabray uh may said that jordan was in the club for more than 30 minutes the, the club manager expressed concern over what could have happened if no one had heard the children crying i mean three months old, he was upside down already he was panicking god only knows how much longer an upside down infant what has has in the car seat unlike our girls who get upside down on the pole make sure you come out saturdays we accept two for ones. yeah
1: but they do know how to how to sit themselves back up unlike those children mm,
0: guess the race for willie lee jordan jr
1: Willie Lee is black. If Willie Lee is white, I am protesting.
0: The chat room says, Cap D coming, Cap, Cap D coming, Cap D coming, Cap D coming, coming, Black. Hey, hey, Shake it fast, but watch yourself. (laughs) Shake it fast, but watch yourself and your kids, Black man. I hit the script club and all the toddlers find a pole. Let me get five on (laughs) Pump 2, a pack of cools, and a quick pick, Black. I take care of my kids. oh Eve, oh, e- e. he told them kids not to touch his radio settings or his new parts on the dash one who babysits his own kids order the chicken wings to go black there for his kids black what at least i'm in their life though black black she bang bang man the bang bang man black white and nigga the correct answer is black he was black all of you got it <laughs>
1: seen a few whites in there
0: somebody said white okay i'm sorry karen snitching just like that woman that found them kids
1: yeah i can't let the kids be abused (laughs) shake it fast yeah but watch your child put like this me 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 uh 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 popping popping my uh butt cheeks ain't got nothing to do with the protection of these kids
0: definitely look like a Willie lee i know that much All right, we got to do one more, so uh, I'm going to go to the next session because we're right at the break, guys. We'll be right back in the air with more of whatever this is. Just shake that air. Let me see what you got. (laughs) Oh, man. Willie Lee.
1: Yeah, because if Willie Lee would have been white, it'd be like, here I go again on my own. (laughs) Bam, bam. That hard ass stomping rock you like a hurricane. Yes, that's what it would have been playing.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, they got a totally different strip club music.
1: You completely different, and apparently the strip club is different depending on where you are in the country too. Cause you know some different rules. Yes, different. But like, there's some rules that are across the board? But some places just ignore the fuck out of them rules.
0: Yeah. If uh, yeah, if that was in a white strip club, the music would have been totally, totally different. <laughs> um, <laughs> Making love in the elevator. Come on. It's going down. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, uh, okay. Um, what is this dude's name? Okay. And police say a man nearly stole two trains from the Phoenix URL yard. Two? two trains two <laughs> two whole ass trains what the fuck is happening why why he just got off on the wrong track he was trying to skip all the tracks hmm. Uh, <laughs> did he even take the caboose i guess there's been a spike in railroad crimes all right um a man caught in the engineer seat of a locomotive nearly pushed enough buttons and pulled enough levers to steal the train they don't have keys right they just feel like you're gonna be intimidated like oh damn there's a lot of buttons i'm gonna give up uh union pacific railroad police report that on november 8th employees had a train horn blowing excessively and went to investigate when they got there they found julio rodriguez 20 years old in the engineer seat Rodriguez, who was released from jail that morning, allegedly admitted that he entered the rail yard with the intention of stealing the locomotive.
1: Uh, I have a question. hmm There are only a limited amount of railroad tracks. Where the... It ain't like a car. Where the fuck
0: were you going other than the straight-ass line? Like, where where was you going, dawg? make a left up here. The cops would never find me. Where was you going? <laughs> uh, after, after
1: Rodriguez was... I mean, that's open in shut case. All they had to do was follow, was follow you, and, and you know, until the coals ran out, or they just blocked the road.
0: He told the police he climbed in and began moving levers and pushing buttons while reading the operation instructions found inside.
1: What? Now,
0: apparently, they leave that line around for the average layman. After Rodriguez was removed from the train, employees inspected it and saw that he had released the brake levers and put the engine in reverse. So he's gonna go backwards. Oh shit! That's how he's gonna get away. See, they was going to be looking for him to go one way, Karen. He was going to go the other way.
1: And Smart. run into another train and don't even know he fucking coming that way.
0: He don't know which way is going to make them run into another train, if we're being honest. The, the track
1: might not be long, like you was at a railroad yard.
0: The $500 locomotive, $500,000 locomotive was attached to another engine at the time. Rodriguez has been charged a burglary and two counts of theft of a means of transportation. Guess the race. White karen's going white
1: that's a dumbass crime
0: she's going white for what was the name what was the name hold on let me get his name one more time she's going white for um uh, where can i find his name oh julio rodriguez oh the white man
1: my bad no who no. De, julio is not white my bad my bad what race
0: are you on with there
1: uh hispanic or latino
0: Okay. After the shutdown, nothing good is gonna happen for him in the Trump's America DACA. Oh yeah, that's good. DACA Dreamer to the wall, Dreamer, Latina. Bad Ombre said F your wall, Gringos. His whole family was also in the conductor car, Latina. Oh, Latina. Oh man, Taco Tuesday, latino Latinx. Uh, Midnight Train to the border wall, Latinx. Uh, Silver Streak, uh, Back to Jail, Hispanic. Choo, Choo, Chewy, Hispanic and Hispanic the correct answer is and everybody got it he is Latinx
1: that's what I think but my bad I just think that's a white ass crime who fucking thinks about stealing the
0: train yeah I don't know why he making that face either I no. <laughs> yeah. like the face he made when they walked in and caught him like yeah uh, uh, i don't know
1: how and then it did it twice
0: i don't know how to explain i tried to steal two trains guys um let me this is this is awkward um uh, anyway ah! let's go to sword ratchetness, this guys let me find my sword sound effect uh, mm, there we go
1: oh somebody said it was a black dude in uh nyc always stealing the c-train the fuck are people still in these trains
0: well the c train is for coons it's a coon train it's a coon
1: train (laughs) taking them to coon down
2: Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) 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 let's talk about sword ratchetness guys a vicious one-eyed maniac who murdered a man with his vampire skull fantasy sword in a brutal and bloodied attack has been jailed for at least 18 years.
1: Woo, did, did it bust out in flames too? I mean, who was this ghostwriter? What's happening?
0: First of all, only 18 years? 18 years? No, his 18th birthday found out it wasn't his? 18 years is, is not long enough. Adrian Hine had repeatedly stabbed Alexander Fours during a frenzied bloodbath at his home in Kirkcaldy, <laughs> Fife, on January 2nd. A jury heard how the 25 year old victim suffered more than 100 wounds.
1: Good God! God.
0: And a judge today told he, Hind that his killing of Mr. Forbes had been brutal and bloodied. Hind, who had claimed self-defense, received a life sentence at the High Court of Glasgow. You
1: stabbed somebody a hundred times, that's not self-defense. You want them dead. you are, They ought to charge you for every year. Did you, you stab that person?
0: Lord Erich, who uh, told the 52-year-old, you invited various people back to your home after the pub. The next morning, Alexander Forbes lay dead on your floor, your ornamental collector's sword embedded in his." Chest. the attack was bloodied and brutal one man swore a, si- a sentence was passed while a woman was taken out of the courtroom in tears hind had earlier been convicted of murder following the trial of edinburgh a judge heard how science fiction fan hand hind and mr forrest had ended up alone to kill his home mr forrest who lived in the capital was grabbed by the neck before being punched and stabbed one police officer told the trial that the blood splattered murder scene had been the worst he'd ever come across
1: Ooh. they always say that
0: hind insisted in the evidence he stuck he struck mr forbes after he was attacked first
1: but then a hundred times dog
0: right and then the other 99 times just for good measure a jury heard claims mr forbes had earlier been acting aggressively in the pub showing off his gunshot wounds and claiming he was related to a well-known edinburgh family mark stewart QC defendant said while he respects the jury's verdict, Mr. Hine profoundly disagrees with that. The advocate added the killer had not been the initial aggressor and had injuries consistent with him also being attacked.
1: You gotta love lawyers, boy. They do it. They, they they stand to the end.
0: I guess he's like, look, it was a fair fight, but it was a beat him down. I can't help that my client won the fight by like, a ah. lot, by ninety nine, by
1: landslide,
0: right all right guys we'll be back tomorrow thank you so much for listening to the show we appreciate you guys we do uh we will
2: talk to y'all um then and uh, until then i love you i love you too